Hi there, you are listening to the Being Unstoppable podcast, where we talk about being unstoppable in your business, brand, and life. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and as an entrepreneur, law firm owner, and course creator, I understand what it takes to get to the next level. Through scaling my law firm, making tons of mistakes along the way, and celebrating loads of success, I love to share my secret sauce tips and strategies on how you too can become unstoppable. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Being Unstoppable podcast. I am your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and today we have the greatest pleasure of hearing from a beautiful student of mine from the Scalable Business Lounge. You are going to be hearing from Adele and her business journey, what brought her to law and how she started her law firm, which is based up in Toowoomba. She is an amazing person with so much background and experience and she came to law much later. Her story is incredible. She shares with us what makes her unstoppable and how you too can become unstoppable, not only in your business, but by making sure that your family is looked after with an estate plan. That's what she specializes in. She has come out of her shell. I've been watching Adele for a number of months from when she first started her business to now. She has grown so much. She is out there on all the socials doing an incredible job. And as a result of her personal branding and just getting stuck in and doing the work, always showing up and just being the person that she is, she has started to grow an incredible business. So without further ado, I would love to introduce you to Adele. So welcome to the podcast, Adele. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Carolee? Really good. So I'm excited to talk to you today because you have come such a long way in such a very, very short time, kind of like a little explosion happening really is what I've been witnessing. But first of all, I would love to hear from you. Let us know where you're based, what your law firm is called, and what makes you unstoppable. Okay, so my law firm is Your Legacy Lawyer and I'm based here in Toowoomba in Queensland, but I service clients all over um, southeast Queensland. I even service them up in far north Queensland. Um, we're an estate planning practice and also a business succession practice. Um, we're mobile and we're remote, which means we can provide accessible and affordable um, legal services to our clients in all the Queensland regions. That's really cool. Uh, what makes me, yeah, what makes me unstoppable, I think, is just um, the empowerment I've received from my colleagues and other amazing women in business to believe that I can actually do whatever I want to do. So I can, I believe that the goals that I want, I, I can actually achieve. And so I just need to take the steps to to do that. And I think that makes me unstoppable. That is definitely an unstoppable quality for sure. But not everyone has those beliefs. So how have you sort of come to feel like that or really hold that belief in in your heart and gut? I think, yeah, with my tribe, including you, Carly, um, and being part of the Scalable Business Lounge, it's just 
it's just made me open up like a butterfly and just believe that I can do it because if if you can do it and all these other amazing women can do it, why can't I? Exactly. Why can't you? Yeah. Exactly. Million dollar question. Exactly. That's exactly right. And I think like for all of us, we, um, you know, you look at other people around on Instagram or wherever it might be and you see people achieving so much, but that is actually the question. Why can't I do that? You can. It's open for everybody. You've just got to make that choice to go for it. You do. And I mean, I make informed decisions before I do anything, but, and and am I always ready? No. But as you've always said to me, um, you don't have to be ready all the time. It doesn't have to be 100% perfect. Just give it a go. And that's what I've done in opening up the new Far North Queensland practice of your legacy lawyer. I wasn't ready, um, but I just decided to do it because the time is now. Well, I'm going to come back to that. But first of all, because I am excited to share that with everyone because it is amazing. First of all, I would love to hear from you in regards to your career you know, just briefly as a whole, because you came to law fairly late, later in life. And I think that like I came to law when I was 34 and you do have to overcome a few more obstacles, I think, mentally when you have only been practicing for a shorter time. Um, I don't know if you have, you know, felt like that as well. But in terms of, you know, coming to law Um, later what were you doing before and what kind of set you on the path to become a lawyer okay well I was actually a legal assistant I started my career in the legal industry back in 1981 or 1982 so been a long time Um, so I was quite comfortable in the legal arena obviously legal assistants do a lot of the groundwork for lawyers um, and I, but I always felt like I wanted to be the bride, not the bridesmaid. Right. <laughs> um, and, and I always wanted to be a lawyer. Um, so in 2001, I took a break from law and opened up Fernwood Women's Health Club in Toowoomba. Um, never done anything like that before, but I gave it a go. It was very, very successful. Um, and on open day, we had over a thousand members. Um, and I sold that business in 2008 and opened up a healthy habits in Tweed City Shopping Centre. And I hated that. It was making money, but I, it just wasn't for me. And so I decided to go back to uni, um, went to Griffith University on the Gold Coast, did a double degree, um, a Bachelor of Laws and a Bachelor of Business. And I, I surprised myself with um, my marks and everything. I got first class honours in law and, you know, I sort of top of the class in, in business um, and majored in marketing there. Um, then I did my um, graduate diploma of legal practice at the Australian National University. And um, at that time, when, when I finished that, I was 50. Um, I had a full hysterectomy. I graduated from my degree and I ended an 18-year marriage. Wow. Um, So a lot of life happening along the way. It really did. And so I moved down to Victoria to stay with my sister and that's where I ended up practising. But I always said that I was coming back when the time was right. So I did that in January 2020. And I started working for an, um, a law, local law firm as an associate lawyer. And then when COVID hit and we were um, sort of, our hours were cut and we were sent home to work, I decided to do the legal practice management course, which you have to do if you want to be a sole practitioner. 
Um, it was the first year ever that the College of Law had um, offered it as an online um, course. So I took the opportunity to do that. And then when JobKeeper came in and everyone was asked, well, you can all come back to work now, I decided that um, it just wasn't right for me. I've never felt right as an employee um, in a law firm because it's, I just want to do things differently. Um, I didn't want to be charging clients in six-minute increments. I wanted a fixed fee so that there were no surprises. And I didn't want to be looking at the clock as well. Um, I just found that clients, some clients need a little bit more time um, with their matters and, and I wanted to be able to do that. I also found um, a lot of the feedback was that clients find it difficult and sometimes intimidating to come into a law firm. Um, it's hard getting in, you know, Monday to Friday, nine to five. Mm. And I just thought I could do it better. So I set up Your Legacy Lawyer, um, started seeing clients in December 2020. And yeah, it's just grown from there. And a couple of weeks ago, I decided to open up a practice up in far north Queensland with um, a friend of mine who also has her master's um, in law, um, which we both did at the College of Law. So that's pretty much um, the background. And uh, the reason I decided to go into law in the first place was um, uh, my first marriage was quite awful. And I actually wanted to do criminal law, but I just never got a gig in that and ended up in general practice um, and then just fell into wills and estates and business succession. So, Which I think yeah. that area of practice suits you so much, just as, you know, yeah. it, you, it just seems to really gel with you and um, you seem to be able to provide that service in such a beautiful way to people, which is which is one of the reasons, obviously, that you've gone out on your own because you can see how it can yeah. be done differently. Absolutely. Um, I don't like those generic wills. Everyone's got a precedent and the clerk does them up. Um, I actually, at the moment, still drafting my own wills. And so they are very bespoke and tailored to the client's specific circumstances, not just, a, you know, a, a generic type um, estate plan. So with, um, I, you know, I've been watching you prior to you sort of starting your firm, I guess, because you started to pop up on the socials and um, then you've joined the Scalable Business Lounge. Around October last year, you were actually one of my founding members. Um, yes. And so with that, you know, I've noticed that you've gone from sort of quite timid on social media to someone who's like really out, like loud and proud with what you're offering. And so you should be. And, um, you know, it takes, we've talked about it a lot because it's one of the things that we've sort of covered in the Scalable Business Lounge, but it takes a lot of courage to really put yourself out there like you do on social media. And you're doing such a great job in every aspect of it. And you've really blossomed into like something that's, very much out and sharing your knowledge and giving lots of value to people. Can you tell us a little bit about that journey? I, I suppose in the beginning, yeah, I was a little bit timid in terms of um, doing my social media and, and marketing and, and that. Type and so, of thing. tell us quickly what the fears were around that. Uh, one was I, I, I get imposter syndrome all the time and I felt that I'd be judged by not only the potential clients but also um, by my peers. Um, that was a, a big thing. 
Um, but now I've just decided um, with your help, Coralie, that if I want to have this business, I have to be out there. I have to be proud of what I'm doing. And I actually am. And I don't worry about any naysayers. And so far, I haven't had any um, so that's really good. Well, like I always say, the people who would be naysaying you aren't your clients anyway. Like they're not Absolutely. the people who are going to be buying off you anyway and they're not the people that you're going to be impacting. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and it is, I think it's a really common thing for lawyers and we, you might think that it's not common for lawyers because why would we feel like that? But it does seem to be a really common thread that we're scared of putting a foot wrong or saying the wrong thing on social media or what do you post anyway? Um, and you sort of, you know, you're then prevented from actually giving value to the community. And I just yeah. think it's such a shame because you're, it's the perfectionism coming in rather than actually just getting on and, and doing it. And I have also felt exactly the same in the past as well. So I know it, it's actually debilitating because it stops you from uh, from sharing the value and making impact. That That's right. And your program has given me all of those tools to, to make sure that I'm doing it professionally um, but also with heart as well. And, um, yeah, couldn't recommend the program highly enough. Um, well, I definitely think as um, someone to follow, you're definitely like if you're not sure, if you're listening in and you're not sure how to create your brand on social media and how to stand out from the crowd, Adele is definitely someone that you should be following. So that's at your legacy lawyer on Instagram and on LinkedIn as well, you're, you're out there as well, which is really good. Yeah, um, yeah. So where are you getting most of your work from? Let's talk about your funnels because this is something that we do a lot in the Scalable Business Lounge. We talk about creating funnels that bring clients in and spreading it across three different methods because otherwise you're putting all your eggs in one basket. For example, yeah. most lawyers, when they leave their their employed position, they then get some referrals from the relationships they've created over the years. But that, you know, that's not often big enough to grow a firm. It's big enough to give you a few clients and files here and there. Uh, and then once that starts drying up, you do have to start implementing other funnels and changes. So we talk about obviously referral marketing, um, traffic, um, paid traffic, and then organic traffic. So let's talk about what you have been doing since December to get your clients in the door. Um, I think basically mine's been referral. Um, I joined up a business networking group as soon as I um, went out on my own. Um, and I've got a lot of referrals from that. Um, and which is which is great because I haven't really had to spend a lot to do that. I do a lot of networking, um, a lot of events, lunches, coffees, catching up with lots of different people, all targeted. And you've helped me with um, making sure that they are targeted um, meetups. Um, and but social media, um, like, and when I had my other businesses, we didn't have the social media, but now. Um, I get pretty much all my clients from social media. Um, they come through on my personal page as well. People message me on my personal page um, more often than not um, because I think I'm doing a lot of personal branding rather than just 
myself as a business, I am the business. So people find me approachable. Well, and that's the thing. People buy from people. They don't actually buy from businesses, do they? And particularly with law, as a lawyer, I think we all forget that we're in the relationship business. It doesn't matter whether you're a B2B lawyer or a B2C lawyer, like what we do with family law and um, estates. You, you, you with estate yeah. planning. Um, it's a relationship business and people want to deal with you directly or deal with your team directly through through you knowing that you're there yeah. and you've created the culture that you've created in your business. Yeah, that's right. So I've done a little bit of social media paid advertising whenever I get like a credit. So I, I do a little bit of that. But mostly it has come from social media and, and those referrals. So it's really your organic there. traffic. So you've got your organic traffic working for you and then you've got your referral traffic working for you. And do you find that your they go hand in hand as well because the people that you are creating referral relationships with in person at networking and that type of thing and then they see you online doing what you're doing, it's sort of like, you know, it takes people lots of times to see you before they're going to start referring work to you. And do you, yeah. do you find that, that having the two of them working well helps as well? Absolutely. If, if you sometimes see on Facebook uh, someone asking for a Wilson State lawyer that's kind and caring, have a look at the posts, the comments underneath. You will find so, so many of my um, supporters who recommend me. So it, it does go hand in hand. They're former clients, um, people that I know. And yeah, it's just wonderful to get those really nice testimonials from from those that um, want to refer me. So it does really go hand in hand. Yeah. And so back to with referrals as well, um, you know, with the, in the Scalable Business Lounge, we talk about intentional referral um, networks and creating intentional referral um, partnerships, you can say, because what we tend to do is we think word of mouth happens just because we do a good job. Mm. And it's not actually that simple, is it? And you can accelerate mm. it by being really intentional with who you are uh, creating referral partnerships with. So for you, what sort of, who are you looking for, for a referral partner? Uh, My referral partners are accountants, uh, financial planners, real estate agents. They're the three top ones um, and other business owners, um, which has generated me a lot of um, higher paying, I suppose, estate planning because a lot of those business owners have family trusts and yeah. self-managed supers and things like that. So it's everything that I do is targeted. Um, the events that I go to are targeted um, to bring me the best results. Well, there's no point going to the opening of an envelope, is there, when you can be targeted and use your Absolutely. time really well? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but yeah. So let's talk about your next venture, which I think is, or it's an add on, add on, I suppose, or an extension of what you're doing, which I think is so exciting and all within a year. So you've already employed a new solicitor and you've only been in your own business since December. And that solicitor is not in Toowoomba with you, which I just think is amazing and such a great opportunity, not just for you, but for them as well. So talk to me about your 
five-year plan, which I think is awesome. And that's something that we love to do in the Scalable Business Lounge because we need a compass and we need to know where we're going. And I just love the clarity that you have around all of this. Yeah. The five-year plan is to have um, solicitors working in in various hubs across Queensland and also uh, down into New South Wales and Victoria um, I was getting a lot of clients from far north Queensland and all serviced by technology like Zoom and, and those types of things. And I felt that there was a demand up there for someone that could also do some in-person ones as well for those that like that service. So I did um, employ a solicitor up there and she's running the practice of your legacy lawyer in far north Queensland based out of um, Cairns. Um, so, yeah, that's my goal is just to have all those hubs. I currently see clients on the Gold Coast, Brisbane, Sunshine Coast, Toowoomba and the Darling Downs. Um, and it's hard for me to always get out to all these places. So a lot of it is via Zoom. So there is a demand there for, you know, solicitors working um, in those hubs. And I'm also trying to help women or women lawyers that have children and want to still have their career, but work from home if they want to. So it, yeah, it just works really, really well. I just love it because it's really thinking outside of the box in terms of you don't have to have an office space in a town, wherever that might be. And then that be the way that you run your business. So you're essentially going to be setting up hubs throughout Queensland and New South Wales, Victoria, where you can employ solicitors who are dedicated, but also have, you know, have families and all of that kind of thing. So you're creating an amazing opportunity for solicitors to work part-time um, yes. as well as give that level of service that your business is all about. That's right. Yeah. And was I ready? Not 100%, but I think the opportunity was there and I decided to take it and um, and didn't just go with it. Sometimes you're never ready. <laughs> it's like having a baby. You're never ready to have a baby. Um, there's never a good time really. It's just you've just got to get in and do it and find your way as you go. Yeah. Um, I knew the lawyer in far north Queensland, she is an amazing uh, lawyer, very caring, very loyal, and I didn't want her snapped up by somebody else, so I just decided to go for it. Yeah, that's awesome. That I've done that many times as well. If some an opportunity presents to get the perfect team member on your team, um, even if the yeah. timing isn't right, because you know it just you just got to make it work. Yeah. That's, so that's what I'm doing, making it work. Yeah, that's so awesome. And, you know, when it comes to, I know one of the things in the Scalable Business Lounge that's sort of a common thread, particularly amongst solo practitioners, is when is the right time to employ your first person? Mm. It can be a bit, it feels like a very big scary move because you're now um, supporting and have to have enough work, not only to support yourself, but to support someone else as well. That's right. So it is a little bit scary, but I just have a belief that it will work. Um, so I just decided to do it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So where can or well, actually, first of all, I'll talk to you about the scalable business lounge and what you have got mostly from it. I think it's all the tools necessary to 
to just move forward and scale my business rather than just be this small solopreneur. Um, yeah, that the ability to to do all those things, to onboard a team, uh, to onboard clients, um, the marketing plan, the targeting, all of those things. Um, you know, I've run businesses before, but never a law practice. And so just doing the programs just been, yeah, a game changer for me. Yeah, that's awesome. And you've been one of my founding members, which has been great to have you in there, um, which I think is coming up to a year in October that you will have been chipping away. One of the things that I've loved about having you in the program is that you show up. And obviously, like you show up for yourself and you show up to grow your business. And obviously, that is paying off because so many times we buy programs or, you know, and we do that sort of thing, but we don't actually invest the time. And it's not enough just to invest the money. Absolutely not. Um, If you're investing the money, you need to invest in your time and and your presence and you need to do the work. Yeah. Um, In your program, we have all those workbooks that... I've, I've completed because, yeah, I have to do the work um, and I think that shows in what I'm doing now and, and all the ideas that I have for the future. There's so many things um, that I want to do, um, product, you know, make my business products as well. So I'm currently working on a uh, an online will product um, that I plan to have probably next year. So just turning my, you know, my practice into all these online solutions for people I've got all the tools from from your program. That's awesome. That's really cool. Well, it's a pleasure having you in there. And I have absolutely loved watching your business grow. And I'm going to continue love watching it grow because you're definitely a go-getter. And I think you watch this space for anyone who is starting out and wants to follow along on the journey. Where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on, on www.yourlegacylawyer.com.au or they can uh, reach me at adele.anthony at yourlegacylawyer.com.au or I'm on Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn as well. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and talking about your legal um, career and how you've started your law firm and what's been happening and where it's going. Thanks, Carly. It's my pleasure to to come on board and just share a little bit about what I've been doing. Thank you for listening to the Being Unstoppable podcast brought to you by the Scalable Business Lounge. If you would love to learn how to scale your law firm without burnout, then join my free workshop at carolyfontanelli.com. Until next time, you have got this.